the Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey there, it's Mel G, and this week on our snazzy little podcast, we're going to be talking about socks. We're going to be absolutely analysing them, analysing them in every minute detail. We're going to be talking about hanger and how to create the perfect soft-boiled egg. If you like that, then have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on magic. There will be more Chattingtons and some great songs thrown in for good measure. What I want to ask you, Bush, is this. Have you ever danced in the moonlight? When was it? Why? And what happened? I, I think I had a dance in a car park in Devon a few years ago. To some, Someone had some music on their car stereo with the door open. That's what you call a nightclub in That's... Torbay. And we had a little dance about. That's very sort of American drive-in at the movies type behaviour. Especially with the sea and the the moon reflecting off the sea in the background. It's very idyllic, like a surfer movie. Did you at any point get up on top of the car and dance on the car with the door open? I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to either dance on top of a car, we don't advise this at home, or hold on to the bonnet and someone's trying to get rid of me. Just trying to, you know that bit they do in films where they hold onto the bonnet while someone's driving? We could do that. Could we? Yeah. What car have you got, Mel? Well, it's very, very old. It's an old 1980s banana-coloured Renault 4. Oh, I'd love to hang off the bonnet of that. I don't know. I, quite, there's not much purchase on a Renault 4. I reckon I could get my fingers under. I'd wear some sticky, um, you know those sticky gloves you can get for redecorating and Spider-Man. stuff? Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man gloves. Yeah, Spider-Man cheap, cheap spideys. Cheap spideys hang off the front of the bonnet. I'm sure we could do it in a sort of an enclosed, safe area, like a sort of car park. Well, we'll be obviously this will be a ticketed event. Uh, we'll keep you posted here on the show and how you can get your tickets now. I'd feel bad, though, because I'd have to... What sort of speed do you want to go up to? Let's start at, like, five, ten miles an hour. Yeah. And and then just go around in circles and just see, we'll see how we go from there. Do you think we'll go up to 20? I, I'm more than happy to go up to 20 if you are. Right, we're going to, Bush, we're going to plan this and do it. So when we do this stunt, Bush, with you yeah. with the cheapo spidey gloves hanging onto the bonnet <laughs> of, of the very old car, I sort of feel we should charge people money. Yeah, well... To come and watch. We could make a bit of money. We could make a bit of money. It would hark back to, when I was a kid, you used to get local stuntmen. Do you remember that? Oh. The, the guy from your neighbourhood who was the one who jumped over a couple of buses... Yes. ...at a local stock car ground with watching crowds. Yeah. You know, on roller skates. Yes. Where have all those guys gone? The daredevils. What about the guys that do their own stunts? You yeah. know Michael Crawford uh, in the old days of Frank Spencer? Yeah. All his own stunts. Did his own stuff. Did his own... Including... Uh, on roller skates, doing the box splits underneath a moving bus. That was him. That was Crawford. That was a famous bit of that TV show as well, wasn't it? I didn't realise that was actually him. That's actually him. Well, see, I, I would be the kind of person, Mel, that would do his own stunts. Definitely. Oh, Bush, I'm seeing a new side to you, mate. Well, let's get some advertising made up, um, see if we can get some local dignitaries there. Uh, maybe get the red arrows to fly by at the end, just after we've... You've, maybe I've come off the bonnet, red arrows go by, everyone goes home happy. What what sort of outfit? What I'm sorry, being a bit self-centered. What sort of outfit should I be wearing? I'm seeing myself as a cowgirl. Yes, I, I, I don't well, know why. Rodeo type thing. Well, there's a kind of rodeo thing going on because you're trying to throw me off the bonnet. The, of the bucking car. bush. Yes, the bucking bush. <laughs> the bucking bush. Right, we're going to roll this out. Gonna we are going to be a fairground attraction. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Yes. We can travel the country with our little sideshow. I, I can see it already. The Bucking Bush coming to a town near you. Excellent. Time for a podcast. Time for oh, a podcast. I love doing the podcast, Bush. Uh, thank you so much for all the lovely people who've left nice comments about oh. us. I go on there occasionally with, with a glass of red wine. Here we go. Listen to this as the pot opens. 
Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so good. It never fails to satisfy him, oh. does it? Never it's... fails to satisfy. Every every podcast we do starts with that. I love it. I feel like I've just like taken the lid off something in Tutankhamun's cave, which we heard the other week. It's got loads of wine reviews on it. Do you remember? Oh, that's yes, that so was so cute. Yeah, He'd written little sweet. wine stuff on oh. little Tutan. God, I bet he needed his wine back in the back in them var days. Long day of making a pyramid. You get in, you just think. Oh, I'd have a drink. Yeah, de- life would be quite boring. Imagine that, sick to death of pyramids. Imagine if you were Pharaoh and you're, you're bored out of your mind. If I see another pyramid, I'm going to scream. Where, where's my Merlot? Right, here's a question that's written down by somebody in our office. Okay. Mel, and the question is this. Oh, hello, yeah. Is your sock drawer fully mm-hmm. paired? No, and that really distresses me. <laughs> I need to put aside, I would say, half a morning on the task of A, relining my drawer. I do have scented drawer liners. Do you now? Yes, I do, Bush. And sorting the problemo out. How bad is it? It's it's not good, mate. It's really, really not good. And I need to work out different compartments because I've got walking socks, I've got socklets, I've got footlets, I've got pop socks for an evening out. What's a footlet? Footlet (laughs) is a smaller socklet. A socklet... Sort of, Bush. You look, you look really, you look traumatized. Just girls, all the stuff you've got to remember. Sorry, mate. So many things. So socklet, I would say, is more for your kind of sporting activities. It's a it's a low rise sock that sits neatly within the trainer. A footlet is a very sinister thing, and actually, I don't really like them. Which is something that you see women on a night out in. Right. And they they normally sit within a court shoe. I don't even know why I have them because I don't possess a pair of court shoes. So if I was going to walk into Clark's and get some girl stuff, I need to damn well get know my socklets from my cutlets. Courtlets. <laughs> Not courtlets. Well, they're court... <laughs> I like the idea of a courtlet. Courtlet. <laughs> a courtlet. Two packs of courtlets, please. <laughs> it's very complicated being a girl, isn't it? There's a lot of different oh, things. Amazing. But I, I, you know, you know me, I'm quite an organised sort of person. You are. And uh, this worries me. I, I've not been happy around my sock drawer for many a week, and I have a feeling that I'm going to actually have to throw some single socks away. That's satisfying, though, isn't it? Getting rid of them. They've had their chance to pair up. They've had their chance. Yeah, but you know what happens? Throw one away, and then the other one whoop, suddenly appears. Turns up ten years later on. And that really bugs me. Like Harold Bishop in EastEnders. He thought he disappeared, then he, he thought he was washed away. Now he's back. Uh, he was in Neighbours. Yeah. Harold Bishop. Harold Bishop he? in Neighbours. Yeah. Yeah. You just said EastEnders. Did I say EastEnders? <laughs> I like the idea of, I like, oh. I like the idea of him being washed up in EastEnders. Oh my god! Imagine on the Walford that. Canal. That'd be so good if if characters from one soap yes! appeared in another one. Why has nobody done it? That'd be so good. Why has nobody done it? Although, of course, you have a lot of the Bill people, yeah, because the Bill obviously doesn't exist anymore, who pop up in EastEnders. Or have you ever watched Doctors in the middle of the day? Love a bit of Doctors. Literally Love full of, of anyone you've ever seen off telly but not seen in a while. Egg. Exactly. They're all on there. Yeah, I love a bit of Doctors. Love that. Um, how about you, my love? How's your sock drawer? Look at this, right? Funny you should say this. I've got one sock on here, which is just pure burgundy. Yeah. And the other sock... He's showing He's showing them. Oh, oh. blue with spots on. Oh, you're a bit madcap. You're one of those, <laughs> you're one of those crazy radio DJs. <laughs> no, it's just I'm, none of my socks match. It's just, it makes me so depressed. I just, I can't match any of them. They just disappear in our house. I'm, I'm sick to death of it. We need to get you some socks, Bush. Yeah, can you get me some socklets? 
Do you want a socklet or a footlet? I want a socklet. Yeah? Yeah. I don't, you see, the problem with socklets is they tend to um, crinkle and um, become a ball in your shoe. Really? Yeah. Especially if you wear high tops, which you do. Okay. They tend to sort of ruck and crinkle. So I'm not, I'm not going to buy you socklets, but I will find you some socks. What size foot are you? I'm size 10. Size 10. Okay. Do you like a thin sock or a thick sock? Thin sock. Can't stand thin. thick socks. Make me feel a bit sick. I know exactly what you mean, especially if you're on the underground. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but that's true. Too hot. Yeah, it is true. I also it's very have, true. I also have a real problem with um, socks that give you the ridge. Oh, the top of the leg the ridge. ridge. Yeah, I know. And you take them off, and I swear, I I look like my ankles just totally <laughs> um, sort of swollen up, and I've got this horrid, puffy ridge. And it can't be good for you, can it? No. It's almost like having a DVT. Yeah, it's like the, the, the sock leg equivalent of the Turin Shroud. Yes. It's even a lasting thing there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you find me a ridge-free sock and I will find you some thin size 10. Do you see how I've got myself in on this? No. I've, I, I've cleverly crowbarred the fact that I'd like you to buy me some socks as well. Let's buy each other some socks and see what we come up with. Next week's sock exchange. Will it be a jokey one? Will it be a sort of <laughs> bit of a jokey one? Or will it be a serious one? Business socks. We'll see. Mm. Uh, now it's time for, this is very, very exciting, it's Bush's Red Letter Day. Bush. Come on. What day is it today? Come on. 25th of February Indeed. is World Sword Swallowers Day. Stop it. Can you believe it? Today is World Sword Swallowing Day. Stop it. Now, I don't mean that in the... Again, the, the message for this show appears to be don't try this at home. This is a day celebrating people dedicated to the difficult art of swallowing swords. Oh. Which is a weird thing in itself. Have you ever seen anyone swallow yes. a sword? Edinburgh, Edinburgh Festival. I've never seen anyone do it. There's a guy every year out on the Royal Mile, which is where all the jugglers and fire eaters and buskers hang out for the whole festival. Yeah. And we are obsessed with him. It's It makes us feel... I, I actually, I can't even really talk about it. It makes me feel so ill. The sword is so long. How do they do it? Oh, Mate, I don't know. Gag. She's gagging. I know, think I'm about slightly it. gagging. Well, let me uh, let me take your mind off it with three amazing Ugh. facts about circus acts. Okay, good. circuses, because nice. that's where you find these guys. Yeah, Fact nice. number one, the word Lovely. clown is believed to have come from the Icelandic word kluni, meaning a clumsy person. Oh, a George Clumsy Person. <laughs> exactly, George Clumsy Person. Interesting. As he's known on set. Interesting. Fact number two. I like that. Yeah, according to circus superstition, it's unlucky to wear green in the ring. I don't know why. Just don't wear green. If you've got a green tunic on, get back out there and change. Wowzers. Okay. Fact number three. Good. Leotards are named after the first star of the flying trapeze, Jules Leotard. Oh, that's excellent. You realise that's an actual bloke, Jules Leotard. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> named after him. And he... Did he make it himself? Or maybe he had a little person who made it for him? <laughs> made it like Rumpelstiltskin making his little leotards for him. Jules Leotard. What a name. I'd like to have him on my mind a lot today. Me too. I imagine he's got a moustache that he twirls at the ends with wax. And hopefully it wasn't a green leotard. 100%. That would be bad news. Best circus I ever went to was in France in a tiny, tiny, tiny village away from the beaten track. Uh-huh. Family circus. This was about 10 years ago. There were about 10 people in the audience <laughs> and they um, had some llamas that they were just on ropes, that they were just, uh, you know, leading round. Parading around. And the llamas broke free. 
Wow, loose llamas. The llamas broke free and they were just wandering around the audience. (laughs) It was so good. And I kind of thought, yeah, go animals, come on. Oh, so good. Now listen, Bush, great to see you. Great to see you too. How, what's that creaking? You're right there, my love. That's Just like your joints, n- is it? Yes, yeah, my knees. Oh. 41, Mel. Oh, yeah, stop oh. it. Listen, spring chicken. Don't <laughs> give me your 41 nonsense. Uh, Bush, I have to say, how's your week been? Well, thank you for asking, Mel. My, I, my week uh, could be summarised by one word. What's that? And the word is hangry. Oh. Have you ever oh. heard of that phrase before? Is it, so it's half hungry uh-huh. and half angry. Now, this is a new thing. My girlfriend, Katie, gets hangry. Yeah, and it, I, and it, I get hangry. Do you get hangry oh, as well? Oh, terribly. See, I'm intrigued by this because as a guy, um, I generally just tend to eat immediately as, as soon as I'm hungry and I don't have a problem with it. But with Katie, I can tell if she's quite snappy about something, I'll say to her, are you a bit hangry? And she goes, yes, then I have to give her some food to make her like me again. <laughs> and I just wonder whether, the, is this a girl thing? Do you think I girls get mainly get this? I get, I've, I've, I've had it since I was 40, actually. Really? Yeah. So since last year. Um, yeah, I do. I need to eat at very, very certain times of day. So Otherwise, it all goes to pot badly. If you don't have your regular little yeah. snacks, then... Yeah, it's the blood sugar levels. And you get a bit snappy with people first until you get very fed? Very hatchet-faced. Very hatchet-faced. If a meal is missed, then it is, it's, you know, I will come and hunt you down. This is the problem I've got with Katie. I'm almost on the verge of buying a bum bag and putting snacks in it yes. like a zookeeper. Yeah, you have. Little cubes of sugar. Yeah, you have, you have to. Little brown paper bags yeah. of, of seeds. But like... Fat balls. <laughs> like you feed to birds. What do you feed birds? Fat balls. Are they, is that what they're called? Yes, balls of fat. A fat ball? Yes. A ball of actual fat? Yes. You can I've, buy them in uh, garden centres. As in lard? Lardy fat? Yeah, I don't know what they are. They're covered in seeds and you put them hanging out in your garden. 20 bags of fat balls, please, and 10 B&H. That's what you're going to have to start doing, Bush. You need to look after her. Yeah. And you need to have on your person stuff that's going to make her feel better. Fat balls. Is she savoury or is she sweet? Um, she, anything, anything going. I don't mean uh, that in okay. a bad way. Okay. But um, That's fine. So you need to sort that out, Bush. That's not a problem. Snacks. I need snacks. Yes. Bum bag of snacks. I've turned into Tell Mel. The voice has gone really harsh. Uh, l- listen, we'll we'll have a think about maybe. Or we love talking about snacks on this show. We anyway. do, we do. Yes, I like the concept of hangry, the combo of angry and hungry at the same time. Yeah. Do you ever get tired? <laughs> What's that a mix of? Tired and depressed. Oh, exactly. Bad combination. Oh. What about um. Heapy. Oh, what? Oh, uh, hang on. Weepy and weepy and hungry. I was going to say hot and sleepy, but that works. Oh, oh, that's it. Hot and sleepy. <laughs> weepy and hungry. We, oh, weepy and hungry would be would yes would be heapy as well. I get very heapy. Yeah, terrible, terribly yeah. heapy of a night. Terribly yes. heapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What other ones can we think of? Because the, the you know hangry's become an actual word in, in hangry. English dictionary. Has it? What about sword? Do you ever get sword? What's that? Sad and bored. <laughs> I get sword all the time. All the time. I'm so sword right now. <laughs> oh, you're not sword now, no, are not, you? No, not now. Never Clearly on not our now. Show. Never I'm, on our show. I'm fappy. You're um, fun and happy. Yes. Oh. oh, I can't think of one. I was doing a, I was doing an especially long... Oh. oh. Couldn't think of one. Um, but we will. We will. We'll filter them throughout the show. We'll, we'll, we'll drop them like they do in E.T. with those little... Sweets yeah. to bring in ET. We'll do that. Essentially, just combining the names of two of the dwarfs. Oh, that's Aren't we, really? good. It's, that's good. It's basic. Humpy. 
grumpy. You couldn't be humpy, though, which is happy and grumpy. You couldn't. That's physically impossible. It's impossible. Or grappy. You couldn't be grappy. You couldn't be grappy either. But you could be... Um, <laughs> you could be dappy. What would that be? Oh, no, sorry, no. You could be hopey. Because Dappy was in... Uh, he was in that band, wasn't he? N-dubs. Yeah. <laughs> dappy is a combination of happy and 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 dopey. Yeah, it could Almost. be that. Yeah. Oh. What two dwarfs are you feeling like today? <laughs> Get in touch with the show. <laughs> at Magic FM to tweet. Slopey. Sleepy and dopey. Yes. I need a chart. I need a dwarf chart. I, I'm not very good at instantly thinking of what they are. Oh, yes, here we go. The older... See, it never does it for me. I know, I've used up all the suction and air. That's when why I feel I, bad about it. When I do it, it's just a sort of damp squib of a noise. Can we uh, can we uh, get another jar so that we have a jar each? Can we uh, can we do that as like a rider for this show? Do we I have a rider? No, we haven't got the budget, mate. Okay. Trust me. Trust. Just the one jar it is. Yeah. We're a one jar kind of show. We certainly are. Uh, now, listen. Oh, oh this is gr- this is great. Okay, the question for you, Bush, is how do you like your eggs in the morning? How do I like my eggs in the morning? Fertilised or non-fertilised. Oh. <laughs> I hate that joke. That's a horrible joke. I hate that joke. But people are making it in their heads now as you've asked that question. I'm sorry. It's the first thing that would have popped in. Um, I love a poached egg. <gasps> i tell you why I love a poached egg. Because I just think normal soft-boiled eggs are an absolute waste of time. Why? Because there's no way of doing it properly. I always ruin eggs when I do soft-boiled eggs. Can I give you the absolute surefire way of creating a beautiful softball day. If this is definitive, I will use it. I'm going to try it. Okay, I'm talking a probably large size egg. Okay. okay? Large. Don't go for medium or small. I'm going for a large size egg from the supermarket. I'm going to write this down. Large egg. Large size egg. Make sure the water that you're putting it into is boiling. Boiling water. Don't malarkey round with water that's coming up to the boil. It needs to be on a rolling boil. Rolling boil. Yeah, pop it in. Four minutes, Bush. Four minutes. And then... Count 30 seconds. What the? Yeah. It always works. Put it in for four minutes and count for 30 seconds using the word Mississippi between each second. I.e. one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Wow. Yeah? It's like casting a spell on an egg. And you should should find when you bring it out of your egg cauldron (laughs) that uh, it's perfect. Just saying. I'm, I'm a bit smug about my boiled eggs, actually. I know, I've been looking for the definitive answer because mm-hmm. I, I try and make them for my daughter. She likes the dippy egg and soldiers. Oh. But daddy messes it up all the time. So but Do they come out too hard or do they come out too watery? Too watery. Oh. And then I get all I get all Edwina curry on them and, and take them off her and say, no, you can't have that. Yeah. So this is good. So large egg, boiling water, egg in, four minutes. Say out loud, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, up to 30. To 30. Take and it then, out and, and eat. Just and ju- I'll be very surprised if it doesn't work. I'm going to try it. Thank you, Let Mel. me know, though. Let I'm me honest. know. Uh, when you poach your eggs, Bush, do you do them with a little bit of vinegar? No, I don't. I don't. Never have vinegar in the house, really. Not in a kind of like, um, I'm offended by vinegar type way. Just never have it. It's a good cleaning product. It really is. Stuff comes up nicely, doesn't yeah. it, apparently? Yeah. I, I clean my white goods in vinegar. Do you? Yeah, it smells a bit, though. It smells like a vision chip shop for a what, while. What but... are your white goods? What's your white goods? What do uh, you mean? Like, you know, washing machine and uh, the frontage. You vinegar down the front of your washing machine? <laughs> yes, I do. I would... I, I'd, if, if I came home and my other half, Katie, was doing that, I'd say that was a cry for help. <laughs> give me the I, vinegar, give me the vinegar, no, give it I, to me. D- yeah, something weird is occurring in my latter middle years, <laughs> matey, which is, which is a worry, but I'm sharing with you. Um... Yes, I do like a poached egg. I love a poached egg. Oh, I'll tell you what I like. Piece of toast, 
smashed avocado. Smashed avocado. As they call it, and then a poached egg on top. Boom. Oh, yeah. Best way, isn't it? Oh. Isn't that good? But as we discovered oh. the other week, I apparently have got some kind of weird DNA avocado intolerance. Listen, I wanted to ask you, how's that going? Well, I've, I've had a couple of avocados since. I've felt all right, but... I don't know. Maybe it's doing me long, long-term damage. I should just stay clear of them. I want to try that DNA thing. Yeah, Send I've, away a hair. I, I'd be quite intrigued. If I get a little snippet of everyone's hair next week, is that not weird or is that okay? Let's Are we do okay it. With that? Let's do it on the show. Brilliant. Let's do it. Good. Now listen up. It's time for Tell Mail. I will adopt the position which involves me getting out of my chair and straddling <laughs> close to the mic. <laughs> time for Tell Mail. You can ask me anything. I can't guarantee that the advice will be A, correct or B, palatable. Bring them in. Hi Emma, it's Anissa. My mum bought me one of those Nutribullet blender things for my birthday the other day. What's the first movie I should make to impress everyone? The first move you should make with your Nutribullet, my dear, is to literally park it in the back of the cupboard, never use it again. Let it cover with dust, forget about it. Next. Hi Mel, it's Alice. I know you don't know me, but do you think I could pull off a pair of leather trousers? Alice, I can hear it in your voice, the timbre of your voice. There's something bass about it, but also something rather soothingly soprano. It would suit a pair of leather trousers extremely well, but make sure the right leg is flared and the left leg is drainpipe. Next. Hey Mel, it's Adam. Please settle an ongoing argument in our house. Loo roll, should the end hang over the top or dangle underneath? What is the right way? I don't like a dangler, Adam. I really, really don't. If there is some sort of extra nature about your loo roll, i.e. a a, a flapping piece that needs to be put back into touch, I would say tuck, fold, anything other than dangle. I hope that sorts things out, Adam. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our scrumptious little podcast. Hear more larks like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast.